Dumpster Fire Sports, NFL Week 2, Episode 2 for us. JKNKC, please follow the dude on Twitch. He streams, uh, you can follow him, he shoots folks, he plays that, what is it, Call of Duty? Yeah, Call of Duty Warzone. He plays that Call of Duty. Please, what's your goal? What's your, what's your, where are you at with your uh, viewer goal or whatever? I mean, the the long goal, the the long game here is uh, to be stay-at-home dad, and that'd be my source of income. But that's that's way off in the distance. Right now, we're just trying to keep getting some more people to the channel and watching my stuff and showing some love. Find him on Twitter and on Twitch, JKNKC. How come I never get to play with you? Hey, man, you hop on when I'm on. Let's go. <laughs> okay, and find me on Twitter at Brady Goodman. Um, First, let's go back to week one of our DraftKings play. Joe, how did you do? Um, I mean, with my locks and fades, I didn't do so hot. No, Uh, how did you with your bankroll? My lineups, uh, I think I broke even or might have been just over with the main slate. And then uh, all these showdowns and stuff just kind of kicked me in the butt. Now, what did we talk about? Shouldn't you just... Pick a cash game and play it and don't play all these showdowns and all this stuff? Yeah. I mean, of course you should, but... <laughs> okay, what was <laughs> your be best... Honest, we're degenerates here. <laughs> what was your best lineup? Uh, I mean, my best lineup... I don't know what my best lineup is. My, my main lineup, my cash lineup from last week uh, hit about just under 160, I think. Cashed in most of cash games. Um, nice. So that was nice. Um, so I put up 167 and nice. did not cash with that. See, that's why you got to get in those cash games, man. I guess. Um, my best lineup, uh, 193-28. Russell Wilson, one of your locks, Gibson. I had Josh <laughs> Jacobs, Marvin Jones Jr., DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen, Noah Fant, Derek Henry and the Washington football team defense. The Washington football team defense. You know, the Washington football team was an underrated team to be playing last week for the yes. defense. Their defense is good. Yeah. Um, so the winner in that one had Kyler Murray, Todd Gurley, Kareem Hunt, which is really going to be a headache for me this season, this Cleveland running back situation. Now, I was reading today that if you're an owner in season long uh, of Nick Chubb, don't sweat it. Kareem Hunt got all those runs because of the blowout. How do you look at that situation? I mean, that, that, that whole situation's tough because you got to think if if they're behind, Kareem Hunt's probably getting more of the work because he's the more the pass catching guy. If they get ahead, you're hoping that Chubb was the reason they got ahead or Chubb just might not see the field if they're going to keep hitting Kareem Hunt with these blowout carries. I mean, they're not going to get blown out like that every week, are they? I mean, my God, Baltimore all over them, 38 to 6. I mean, you you wouldn't think so. I mean, everybody keeps thinking that Baker's going to get better and Baker's going to get better and Baker's not getting better, guys. I mean, look, they have Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, um, old dirty bastard. They they have some weapons. How do they only score six? I know Baltimore's defense is good, but how do they do that? I mean, guys That's pulling weak. the trigger is rough, apparently, because 
I mean, I don't know. Baker is just comes out as a Heisman winner and hasn't shown anything since. But the guy can act. I mean, oh, you see his those commercials are great, right? He nails it. So, all right, let's first, before we get to this week's selection and um, picks and plays, let's go back and look. Joe's picks from week one, Antonio Gibson, Michael Thomas, Miles Sanders. Looks to me like you went 0 for 3 there. Look, wait a second. First of all, Michael Thomas gets injured halfway through that game. What, what was Michael Thomas putting up last week before he got hurt? Hey, what did he put up? Yeah, You're going to claim I mean, injury. Yeah, I am. Also, okay. Miles Sanders was out before before the thing even started. So that just kind of is a kick in the butt from us doing this on Wednesday night instead of later in the week. And, and Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I can't defend that one. I mean, he okay. was still min price, but one and a half X isn't getting it done. Okay, uh, my picks. I think I went one for two. I picked uh, Old Dirty Bastard who, like we just talked about, did not do much of anything. I did pick Tom Brady. I don't know what happened there either. That was weak. I thought him being a veteran, I thought his weapons, I thought he'd do something he did not. I was wrong there. I was right on Hollywood Brown out of Baltimore. That was a good play. And I look for him to be good this week again. Yeah, I mean, with them starting to throw the ball more, uh, he could be good every week. But he's also one of those guys that's kind of boomer bust. He could could have a week that he has two catches and doesn't do anything, and he could have a week that he has four catches and has 150 yards. I mean, I mean, I think that's look that's going to be to some degree the case with most wide receivers, right? Um, but I think if they're throwing the ball, he's going to get a lot of looks. Granted, if Lamar Jackson's out there running the ball every other play you know, he's going to be in trouble. But so far, he's still at a good price. Um, Joe's fades from last week, DeAndre Hopkins. He had a decent game. Here we go. Um, John Brown, decent game. Did John Brown have a decent game? Didn't he? I don't know. I, I I'm pretty sure he did. Don't know what he did. Okay. He had a hey, good... Let me look real quick. He and had then, 19 points. Yeah, he had a good game. Decent game. And then Todd Gurley was a fade. You know what? You can't get them all right. Uh, That said, John Brown was the one guy that I was not wanting to play because of Steph Diggs being there. Um, Basically, all my fades last week were either someone coming into a new offensive system and we didn't know what kind of usage they were going to get or a new addition to an offense and thinking that that might take away more than it obviously did. Yeah. Uh, same thing with my Tom Brady pick. I thought a veteran would come in like him. Now, granted, he was new system, new teammates, but I thought he'd handle it a little bit better. He did not. Um, my fades last week, Kenyon Drake, which I was right on. Uh, Hunter Renfro, which is was a give me. And I did fade McCaffrey. Now, he got 28, but that doesn't quite get you to 3x. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's it's bad. When somebody's that expensive, they don't have to necessarily get you to three X. You want you want the McCaffreys of the world getting you two and a half or three, and then you want those Antonio Gibson super cheap guys getting you five. Right. Um and then together that did not happen. Okay. Yeah. Um all right, let's look at week two. 
Uh, how are you looking to adjust this week going in? What are you thinking? Uh, I think I'm going <laughs> to not look into, hey, this guy is uh, new to a team, so we should not go with him. Um, I think that said, I, I don't know that I'm going D-hop again this week because I, I don't know that we can expect 17 targets. That's just absurd. Um, I think week two is a week that you kind of have to uh, th- not necessarily throw week one out of the out of the way and don't think about it, but you can't take week one for this is what it's going to be the rest of the season. There's outliers out there. There's people that caught a couple touchdowns that inflated their numbers, and there's people like D-Hop who got 17 targets, and most likely he's not getting 17 targets every week. Right. I'm going to adjust. I'm going to add D-Hop to my fades. Arizona is not good against the run, so they won't have to throw as much. Plus, his price jumped by $900. He's definitely not going to see those 17 targets, so I'm with you. Uh, I'm off of DeAndre Hopkins this week. Somebody else I'm off of is Kenyon Drake again. I just think he was overhyped. Um, I don't expect him. I, Washington's defense is good. He's still overhyped, still overpriced to me. How do you feel about Kenyon Drake? I mean, at 5.9, he's not he's not that expensive. If he gets in the end zone one time, he's most likely going to pay that off. Um I mean, he needs 120 scrimmage yards and a touchdown, which the touchdown is always if you don't want to bank on a touchdown. So I don't hate the fade, but it's not somebody that I'm – I'll have some Kenyon Drake somewhere in in some lineups. Will you? Yeah. I mean, let's see. He's 5,900. He had two targets, 16 attempts, in a fairly close game, got 14 points. I don't know. We'll see. And that defense was good. Um, I don't know. Washington's defense looks pretty stout, so I'm still off on him. But now that you said it, maybe you changed my mind. I'm off of Josh Jacobs, too. New Orleans' defense is good. Josh Jacobs just played out of his mind. There's no way he can make that happen two weeks in a row, right? I mean, if they're going to throw him the ball like they did this week, I, I don't hate Josh Jacobs. 7,500 just seems too steep for him, for me. Um, I mean, if you're if you're going to tell me that he's going to get six targets every week, I, I might be all in on Josh Jacobs all season. Uh, I mean, he got 25 carries, six targets. Man, I, I don't know that that's somebody you can fade. Uh, a lot of touches. Yeah, man. Uh, and you know me. I, I love that running back usage. You give me guys that are going to get those touches, and I'm all for it. I mean, that's the thing. If he's, what, 7,500, though, right? is he one of those guys that you need to get 3X from? He's kind of in that, like, iffy spot where you'd still like to get 3X from him. But, yeah, I mean, at 7,500, he's probably in that spot that you want at least 3X from. And then once people get to 8, 9, or higher, like Christian McCaffrey, they're, they're the guys that you don't necessarily have to have that 3X. Um, but I just looked at Josh Jacobs' uh, stats from last week, actually. He's got 36 wow. points last week solely because he had three touchdowns. Uh, so right. 18 points off the board. He's back to 18 if he's just got his rushing and receiving. So, I mean, that's tough. Right. And again, that New Orleans offense or defense is really good. They're going to be ready for him. 
I don't know. I got to think there's better plays out there. Plus, everybody's going to be all on him, right, this week. They're running Josh Jacobs back, don't you think? Yeah, so many people are going to look at week one, see those stats, and just be all over it. Yep. Um, Let's talk about some people I like, and you can talk me off of them. Um, Derek Henry, I just think the dude is a man among men. Um, Didn't have a ton of success this last week, but now he's going up against Jacksonville, who's just not a good team. Um, So I expect him to perform. Again, Josh Jacobs or Derek Henry, $400 price difference. Jacobs going up against New Orleans, Derrick Henry going up against Jacksonville. Uh, last week, 31 rushing attempts for Derrick Henry and three targets, so thir- 34 touches. Now he doesn't end up with a touchdown, or else the guy has 35 as well. Um, how do you feel about Derrick Henry this week? Uh, man, Derrick Henry is that guy that you just – you can never fade the guy. He is going to get his touches every week, and because of that – I would prefer him over Josh Jacobs this week. Um, and if he's going to get those three targets, he he was not seeing those targets last year. Um, Derrick Henry, I am all about Derrick Henry this year or this week playing against right? that awful Jacksonville defense. If he gets three screen passes, four screen passes, and he breaks one, I mean, the man is like 275 pounds and runs a 4-140 or some ridiculous Thing like the that. Guy, you get listen, that guy out in space. I don't want anything to do with that man. Yeah, he looks like a lineman. The dude looks Running like around a freaking the Hulk, man. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Ugh. So uh, I'm a big fan. Um, I think he's going to be overpriced here soon, but early on, I think um, I think he's still a good good option. And again, he's the guy that could get you 40. Oh, you yeah. know, he's getting plenty of touches. All right, here's somebody else I like. This one. Talk me off of this one. Talk me off of Naheim Hines, Mr. Hines. Uh, talk Hines. me off of him. Uh, he had a great week one. Listen, look at these stats. Eight targets. He had seven rushing attempts. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor was there. Um, Marlon Mack is out now, so that'll you know clear up a little bit of space. Um, he's coming in at 5,300 uh, this week. Minnesota gives up a bunch of targets to running backs. Uh, how do you feel about him? I like him, uh, mostly because Philip Rivers loves the pass there running back. Uh, that said, I think I'm probably going Jonathan Taylor over him this week because I just, I mean, he's the young guy. He's going to be in there for more of the rushing attempts, I believe. So I think he's just going to get more touches, have a bigger chance to break something than... Uh, okay. A Naeem Hines. Right. Um, so what's Taylor's price coming in at? He is um, 5700 another 500 so the, bucks. They're about the same price. There's no way you can play both of them, right? Yeah. I Man, I don't like the idea of playing both of them in, a, in one lineup. I mean, one's going to take away from the other. Most likely one gets hot and sees most of the points this week. I don't see it ending up like last week where they both kind of ate. Um, Jonathan yeah. Taylor got 15, which paid off his price tag. Uh, Naeem Hines obviously went ridiculously off and went for like almost 30, I think. Okay, so are you saying maybe I do two lineups and put one of them in each? You could do that. Yeah, okay. I just I wouldn't throw them both in because I don't see them both eating like they did last week. 
again. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, but Minnesota does give up a ton of targets to running backs. I looked that up, and um, that's why I kind of ended up on those guys. All right, here's my tight end pick of the week. See what you think about this guy. Um, I guess we're going back to game script from last year. Logan Thomas, Washington football team, up <laughs> against Arizona. Um, now, listen, it's not just because it's Arizona, but he had eight targets last week, uh, four receptions. He ended up with 13 points. He did have a touchdown, uh, and he comes in at 3,600. The thing is, I think it's possible against Arizona that the, that guy could go over 20 points, and if he does, he's going to be super low-owned because I, I kind of think that the, the tight end position is stacked. So you dig down a little bit, save some bucks there, and maybe you can pay up for a Derrick Henry or a McCaffrey. How do you feel about Logan Thomas? I mean, you know, I, I, I love a good flow chart, so I'm all about it. Um, I, I do like Logan Thomas with the uh, targets that he got last week. Another guy that's low down there at tight end that I'm kind of uh, looking at is uh, Chris Herndon, who's 3.4K. Um mm. He uh, so he's a couple hundred cheaper. Also got a lot of targets last week. Didn't have a whole lot of yardage. I think he he got seven targets, um, caught six of them, thirty seven yards. Not great, but if he's going to keep getting seven targets a game, catching six of them for thirty four hundred, I don't mind going there either. And he did have a fumble, so obviously that hurt his stats as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple good options. The, the tight end position seems stacked stacked this year when you're talking about austin hooper below five uh, hayden hurst below five noah fant who i played last week that had 19 points and still this week only 4400 uh, somehow his price went down 200 dollars after he scored 19 points six targets caught five receptions uh, and a touchdown that's so, that good old monday night Pricing because DraftKings is coming out with those. You got to remember, DraftKings is coming out with those prices before Monday Night Football for the following week. So the people on Monday Night Football aren't necessarily getting adjusted the way they should to showcase what they did that week on Monday Night Football. Mm, interesting, which makes him very appealing at this point if they're going to keep playing him like they did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the main slate on tight end is just ridiculous this week you got travis kelsey george kittle mark andrews i mean so many of these high priced guys but there's so many of these low price guys that just are gonna if they're gonna get the targets that they received last week you just gotta throw in a low price guy right right for sure i'm a big fan and i know you hate doing it but i don't mind going double tight end i mean it's definitely I mean, it's definitely contrarian it'll it'll make your lineup different that is for sure um, what are you looking at stack wise this week? Talk to me about that because I am bad at picking out a stack. So when you're talking about doing a stack, so are you looking for a quarterback with fewer options or are you trying to pick the quarterback with a lot of options and pick his favorite? Okay. So this is going to sound weird, but neither. Okay. When I'm looking for a stack, I that am was trying to find, <laughs> I'm trying to find the receivers that I like that week. And then the quarterback is just kind of whatever, as long as that quarterback isn't super high priced, uh, I'm in on that stack. 
Okay, so let's say we like Indy because we think Philip Rivers is going to throw the ball around a lot, right? Yeah. So you're picking one of your favorite. Is that how you're going? Hey, I like, um, you know, let's say Jonathan Taylor because I think Rivers likes to throw down there. And then I'm going to go and look at a Paris Campbell, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, so. Or are you trying to get two wide receivers to stack? So normally I don't like to go running back in my stack with a quarterback because it's not as, um, they're not as linked because the quarterback could have a great game and the running back could do nothing or vice versa. Whereas if you pick a T.Y. Hilton, if T.Y. Hilton has a good game, more likely than not, Phillip Rivers is having a good game getting him that ball. Um, So I prefer to go two pass catchers with my quarterback. Um, if you're going with a team like the Chiefs and you're going Patrick Mahomes, you can go with the tight end like Travis Kelsey. Um, with the with the Andy route, I mean, I don't know that you want to go Jack Doyle. You could go Jack Doyle, but he's not my favorite guy to play. Uh, so I would probably try and go Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton there and then throw Phillip Rivers in. So are you essentially – but how are you making the decision? Because obviously every team is going to have a couple pass catchers. You're going to try to find one that you like. Let's say we run it back with Noah Fant, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're looking at Denver, right? Because we think, hey, there's a cheap tight end. Maybe I can get uh, Cortland Sutton if he's not hurt or a Jerry Judy with him. But you think Jerry Judy's not quite who everybody thinks he is yet. And Cortland Sutton's questionable at this point, Wednesday night when we're recording. So you're like, I can't go Denver as my stack. I mean, that's that's still something that you will obviously change. You can change your mind on the stack as late as 11.59 our time, Central Time, on Sunday. Um, so my problem, though, is, look, if I'm looking at a Kansas City stack, they got too many weapons. Right. I mean, right? yeah, you don't you don't want to pick somebody a team that has 15 people. If you're confident that it's going to be a Tyreek week, then you take Tyreek and Patrick Mahomes and great. If they go off, they go off. But I mean, it's just as easily a Travis Kelsey week or a Sammy Watkins week or name your favorite person on the Chiefs. Any of them right. could go off at any point. I mean, so let's look at Pittsburgh. They have Eric Ebron, who didn't score a lot of points. He had two targets, but they have Juju, uh, James Washington. They have Deontay Washington or Johnson. I mean, who had ten targets. Mm-hmm. That's actually How do you feel a about stack, a stack that like I like that? this week. Um, if you you go what you go to Juju, who I still don't think is priced high enough at sixty five hundred. I mean, that's just that's not high enough for the amount of work that he's about to get. Deontay Johnson is at 4,500, which if he's getting 10 targets at 4,500, sign me up for that all day. And then you get Big Ben at what price is he at? 6,300. I mean, that's not necessarily as high or low as you want to go, but I mean, that's not a bad price for Big Ben there. If you're you're like, I'm going to find me a good stack, how much different does your cash stack look from your GPP stack? So in cash, I am not worried about stacking. I, you just want the points. Yeah, I'm just looking Safe for points. I think this guy can 3x or better and call it a day. Where stacking is more of a GPP thing where you want those guys that are going to rack up points together. And I mean, if so, Ben, ben throws a touchdown to Juju. 
and you have both those guys, that's 10 points plus whatever yardage instead of just the six from Juju or just the four from Ben. Right. Right. Now, you like that stack this week because it looks like Connor is going to be questionable at best because their running back situation's iffy? I, I mean, I, I don't know that their running back situation's iffy. I think Benny Snell is a decent play this week because he catches so many balls out of the backfield. Uh, actually. So I don't hate that play if Connor's out. Um, I, I just like that stack because I think Ben wants to throw the ball and I think those are his two main receivers. Right. I like that too. Well, who do you like quarterback wise this week? Pick me a quarterback, please. Um, so this might sound gross. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I, I don't mind Dwayne Haskins this week. Wow. I wasn't even sure he was in the NFL. Yeah, okay. he, is, he is in there. Uh, so this is why I like Dwayne Haskins. This is why I like paying down at quarterback in general. When I take Dwayne Haskins for a 5K and he gets me between 15 and 20, I'm good. I'm set. Most likely he's getting to 15 because he's a quarterback and there's not a whole lot of... Unless you're taking Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, you're more than likely going to get between... 15 and 25 on a given week those like those top two are in a tier of their own obviously but then three through 12 every week more than likely are within five points of each other so i would rather take a guy that's 5k and have five less points than your guy that's 6.5k that's going to get you five more i mean it's nuts because haskins is cheaper than tua yeah. Who's the backup? How is yeah. that even possible? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't pretend to know what DraftKings is thinking, pricing these backups more than some of these starters. But I mean, like we just said, we like Logan Thomas this week, right? Add uh, Terry McLaren into that stack. There's a stack for you, and then you can run it back with man. I don't even know who the Washington football team is playing this week. Arizona, run it back with yeah. Christian Kirk. That's a cheap yeah. run back. He's obviously got to get more than five targets this week, right? Right. I mean, and he's just so cheap. He is, he's too cheap, way too cheap. He's 4.3K for Christian Kirk, who was going off on everybody last year. Yeah, but the Washington defense is solid. Yeah, I but think Christian they're going to be a problem. Christian Kirk's going to see the second or third best corner from that team. D Hop's obviously getting the first guy. Um, Christian Kirk might get the second guy. Fitz might get the second guy. Um, either way, last year he ran out a lot out of the slot, so I'm not too afraid of him getting worked over by a slot corner. Uh, I mean, and at 4.3K as your run back, it's, You're a it's fan. tough for him to not get there. Yeah, I think this <laughs> week is going to be a week that I'm paying up at running back big time and probably paying down at quite a few wide receiver slots in my cash game. Give me, before we go, your absolute play of the week. You gave my, it to me last week. Give, who is it? Who are you? Don't hold out. I, you know, I don't... It's not going to be a cheap guy this week. My okay. favorite play this week is the one and only Ezekiel Elliott. I think Zeke goes <laughs> off this week against Atlanta. Why? Because the uh, usage that he got last week was just insane. Atlanta, for the last... 15 years hasn't been able to 
stop guys out of the backfield catching the ball. Zeke got four targets last week, got, got off for 31 yards, um, had 96 yards uh, rushing, so he was just under that 100-yard bonus. I mean, the man got to 27 last week. If he gets that 100-yard bonus, he's at 30-plus. Um, he's just he's too cheap. As Are you not worried about it? He's too cheap at 8.2K. Are you not worried about game script? No. No, he is he is game script independent because if they're if they're way up, he's catching or he's getting every run forever. If they're way down, he's catching balls out of the backfield still. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. What are you doing this week? Are you going uh, cash heavy again, or you're playing it all? Oh, I'm pl- I'm going cash heavy. Cash heavy is my uh, is my way to stay in and be able to play more than this week. Um, I need to do that. You do. You do. I play probably. <laughs> Man, I, I think I pr- I played probably seventy percent cash last week of my total, um, but that's why I broke even because I was seventy percent cash. I think I ended up cashing in most of those, so I doubled up in most of them, um, probably eighty percent of them. And then, man, GPPs were brutal to me, just trying to make stacks that might get there. Right. No, I know. It's such a waste. I don't know why. I'm just burning money playing all these GPPs. Yeah. Because I'm ridiculous. Dude, I'm trying to uh, buy in lottery tickets is what I'm doing. So I might as well <laughs> realize they're all going away. Um, so since we talked last, you had a child. Uh, did you cut the umbilical cord? I didn't. I know you, you told didn't? me to. I didn't. Bru- Seriously? Yeah, man. Do you regret it? No, not even a little bit. Really? Yeah. I might not like at 10 all. years or something, but not right now. Not okay. Today. It's no big deal. I mean, it's whatever. It's whatever. Um, so how has this first week been? It's been good. A lot of sleeping from him. Uh, this whole feeding schedule of every three hours is getting kind of rough. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, other than that, everything's been good. It's awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, man, let me tell you this. As a dad, it only gets better. You're like, it'll never get better than this. This baby is precious. And they're, trust me, every step of the way, you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. He's smiling and excited when I show up. It'll never get better than this. And it, and somehow it just does. So you're in for it, man. Enjoy the ride. I can't and wait. And here's the thing. Win a GPP and buy that kid a new house. Man, I got to buy me a new house. Screw the, screw the kid. Buy us all houses. All right. Hopefully, Shark Daddy will be back next week for the comic relief. Uh, good luck this weekend on DK. Uh, follow him on Twitch and on Twitter, JKNKC. Uh, find me and find our uh, Twitter handle as well. It is Dumpster Fire Sports, but actually the Twitter handle is something else. Joe, do you know what it is? I can look it up real quick. I can't remember. It is uh, Dumpster Sports. We're easy to find. Brought to you in part by Laser Shark Studios. All right, Joe, go get uh, go get a big win for your son. Show him how daddy gets down in these uh, in these daily fantasy streets. All right. Sounds good. Hopefully right, we buddy. do. Good luck. You too, man. Yeah.